Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. It is a hard Knicks life. A hard Knicks life. Oh, it's a hard Knicks life. What up, Knicks fans? And what the fuck am I looking at, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? Who is that? Is that Tibbs? Too much hair. Uh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't have a name. Is that he has a penis for a nose? It looks like. <laughs> what the fuck is that thing? Seriously, what is that? And how big uh, is it? it? Looks huge. Oh, oh Jesus! It's, it's so tiny. <laughs> it's tiny. Yeah. Wow, you really had us going there. I thought it was yeah. a humongous thing. No, it's a little, little Nick's plush. Doll, somebody got for me a while back. Very cute. And good day to Jay, aka Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Guys, girls, wherever you listen to the show, remember to leave us some ratings and reviews wherever that is. For Hardnick's Life merch, go to hardnickslife.threadless.com and check out our YouTube channel. Link in the description below. Guys, we get new listeners every day, and I want to play a voicemail from one of our newer listeners. Eh, he's been listening for like a year, I think he says, but Blandy, play Darian's voicemail. Okay. Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, started listening to your show about last year. I got to say, you're my favorite Knicks podcast out there. My name is Darian. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to ask, guys, what what made you guys become Knicks fans? Uh, I'll tell you about me. Mine was, um, I was a, growing up, I was a Nets fan, you know, New Jersey native. So I had to root for my team when they were actually from New Jersey. Um, I stuck with them for a, a minute when they moved to Brooklyn, but... Once they made that trade for KG, Paul Pierce, and all the other dinosaurs, I, I had to hang it up. I, I was disgusted. So I, I hopped over to the Knicks fan, fan base, and uh, it's, it's been rough. It's been rough, um, but the times that it's good, man, it, it's so good. You know, those few games are in the season. But anyway, I just wanted to ask, uh, what, what made you guys turn into Knicks fans? Uh, all right, all the best. Love you guys. So guys, I, first of all, I had to play that voicemail right off the top coming off of the Brooklyn game last night. Huh. Right. Right here's a here's a former Nets fan who's now a Nick fan who had to sit through that game, and you don't hear many Nets fans who have recently become Knicks fans. Well, you don't really hear many Nets fans, let alone that's Nets true. Fans that's that a become good point. Knicks fans. <laughs> it's not very many of them. We've we've told this story though how we became Knicks fans. I've been a Knicks fan since the '90s. You know, um, <laughs> I was a Knicks fan because I don't even know how I became a Knicks fan. I started watching Patrick. And Starks and Oakley and all those guys. And how old were we back then? Jay, how old I, were we when we while we were at your house watching uh, the OJ Chase and that's, the that's Knicks six, That's 1994. That so 94. we were 16. But I mean, I, I remember Rick Pitino. We had been a Knicks Rick fan Pitino. for a few years at that point. Yeah, I remember Rick Pitino. Yeah. Coaching the team, Trent Tucker, Rod Strickland, Mark Jackson, Gerald Wilkins. Yeah, I think Wilkins. you had a poster. If I remember, right, you had a poster in your room of somebody on the Knicks, and Rick Pitino was on the sideline pointing. Yeah, I mean, so, so I who think was I, that? I, he also I had a poster a of Jenna like Jameson. 10. That's not true at all. Great, no, it's not. you didn't have a picture of not Jenna no, Jameson, no. Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, that's a little different, dude. Sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember from like when I was ten or eleven. I don't know. I just turned on the TV. It was there. And Craig, you had season tickets to the Dicks. So yeah, how back did that in happen? the your dad yeah, mid nineties. Oh, my dad went on like a business. Like I was a fan, Knicks fan, and my dad went on some business trip to Houston, and got a chance to go to a, the, one of the final games in '94 in Houston. Oh. And then he got really into it because of that. And then so that next season, he got two season tickets. And then we got a couple more. And then before you know it, we're all fucking living this miserable fucking life together. (laughs) And we all used to go to a lot of those games together at those seats, remember? Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Very grateful. Yeah, playoff games. Yeah, so Darian, not only have we been Knicks fans for a long time individually, but together. And that's what makes us the greatest podcast Nick's trio in existence it's special who else can say that who else can say that special I remember us going to some kind of dance or something but not actually going to the dance we sat in the car and listened to a Nick's playoff game in the parking lot at school pathetic but that's us yeah I mean I also remember you hooking up with that cake in the car so (laughs) you've been doing that since you were a kid (laughs) all right everybody You know what you gotta do. Please subscribe to the one podcast. Hold on a second. To the one podcast that shouldn't be posing for photos in front of our wife's fine china set, Blandy. It is a hard mix life. And this is horrible. This is a horrible look for us. Why? And who, wh- this is the most awkward, weirdest photo What's I've ever seen a Knicks fan I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You don't Thank think you. there's anything wrong Thank with you. that? Thank you. No. I, I was getting ready to leave for school. Stand I had my kid take a quick picture. A, a picture from your knees, up your behind, up your back. Well, it's to it's show them the kitchen. jersey. Picture from the back. Don't you just hold up the jersey for the camera? I don't know why you're analyzing this photo. Yeah, you don't think I don't that's like weird. This is a brooder and film. I needed to take the picture from the back because if I took it from the front and I just put a 23 out there, everybody's going to think it's a Mitchell Robinson jersey. That's right. I got no problem. How with many? It. I've Thank never you, seen Barry. a photo of someone like this standing with their back to the camera. Yeah, to show uh, off Patrick their next Ewing. Jersey. You ever saw a photo of Patrick Ewing with his back to the camera? <laughs> I mean, there's a pretty infamous one Stop with his arms it. stretched Posing out. Posing for a photo like this. <laughs> Landy, it's horrible. I don't know. I uh, thank you, Barry. I appreciate you backing me up on this. I don't know what I don't know what is going on here with him. All right. All right. <laughs> Bet online is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. That's their starting point guard next year, Rokas Yokobitis. That's who we're gonna end up with after we don't get anybody. There's the take. All right. Uh, for all your betting needs and sports info and odds, bet online. Find all of the latest sports developments, including this week's odds for the Masters Championship the st- and the start to Major League Baseball. Bet online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so join today. Learn why everyone is saying bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on popular sports and games. Bet online where the game starts. Guys, we just lost to Brooklyn. It was an exciting game for most of the game. Our young guys, Obi, Sims. 
I want to say Barrett, but he shot like eight for 40. Yeah, he, did, he did not have a good game. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, but we took them for most of the game. We had a 21-point lead in the third quarter, which, as always, we fucking blew. Uh, the Nets came back. After the game, they were celebrating like they won the fucking championship. Whoop-de-doo. Against a Julius Randleist, who I don't know, I think we're better without Julius, and Mitchell Robinson-less Nick squad. Barry, how are you feeling after that game? How are you feeling? Are you devastated fine. or did you look at those tank standings and feel at peace? I felt, look, when we were up 20 points, again, we're Knicks fans that have lived through this season. We've seen it, it what feels like dozen, like over a dozen times now, that no lead is safe, even well into the third quarter, no lead is safe, let alone against, you know, Kevin Durant, uh, you know, the, one of the best players on the planet. And and Kyrie, so I, I wasn't devastated that it happened. And and as soon as the game ended, within minutes, I think you put up the fact that we're that much closer to a higher percentage. And whatever, however many percentage points higher it made us, it's still a positive for me. So I got over it real quick. As excited and as invested in the game as I was, and it had a playoff feel. Um, because let's face it, the Knicks Nets, it is becoming a rivalry. There is juice in the garden when these two teams play. So it had weight. And again, it meant a lot to the Nets. Um, and you can't, you, and, and, and please, you can't come down on the Nets for being excited they won this game. This was an important game for them to win. The fact they came back 20 down, Barry. I don't care against who it is. Yeah, Jason. Barry, what? are you kidding? They were are you kidding? Like they, the, Craig, is he They have is like three games on? left in I, the season. They're acting for a better, for, for a better Barry, um, position Barry. in the play-in. Barry, they were. This they is a huge game win, for them. They were supposed to win the championship, and they beat the Knicks to hold on to the eighth seed. That's for them to be celebrating the way they did. Is dude, it's you pathetic. Can't, you can't come down on I'm them sorry. for celebrating that that's, one. That was a big Barry, win. They for can them. be like, no. that's a big they should have been. They should have been relieved, not yeah. fucking hooting and hollering in the locker room. No, you, they no. should have been like, what? No, 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 we're not. Don't no, embarrass no, yourself. Not. Don't embarrass yourself. Excuse me. No, we're not, dude. The team the way that, they came that every, out that second the team half and that they took started care of business the season and... with James Harden, yeah, I mean, Kyrie on, Irving, you can't and Kevin at... Durant clinched last night a fu- better than five hundred record, and they were excited. Team's been a fucking disappointment all season. The forty-eight minutes of that game, they didn't have in their head where they were supposed to be this entire season. It was that game that was in front of them, and it looked like. Like it was out the window at halftime for them. And they came back. They got the win, which they desperately needed. You think they okay. want to finish 8, 9, or 10? No. They want to either get 7th to have a little bit cushier spot in the playing tournament or have a chance to get in 6th. This was huge for them. There's no You can't come down on them for being excited. Plus, they beat the, Net, the Knicks at the Garden in their first game playing together, Kyrie and KD. A that lot doesn't of, mean something to them. It yeah. meant a lot to them. All right. Uh, I, I, and the I game meant a lot to the oh. Knicks, too. Make me a bicycle clown. You're a clown. Yeah, you're the clowns. <laughs> Why are you so you upset bring that shit? You want to bring that shit on upset? Twitter? Is, that's one thing. How are you this on upset here, about this? I don't understand why you're so <laughs> because upset. Because it's stupid. You, you want to say like all that Calm shit on Twitter. Down, that's fine. Barry. That's fine, but it's dumb. Don't, don't, oh, don't, don't bring it to a podcast. Don't bring it to a podcast. No, no. Again, there's nothing wrong with them being happy that they won. But you're, if you're down by 21 to the Knicks in the third quarter, 
It's the Knicks missing two of their starters. You're supposed to have won the championship. Like everybody penciled you in as the winner. They should be like Nobody's- thanking their lucky stars that they won. Uh, they were they they felt like they were acting like they beat the freaking eighty four Lakers or something like that or eighty. It's like you beat the Knicks. You beat the Knicks, the young, the, the Knicks that were playing all their young guys in a game that I know you're saying that the Knicks wanted to win. I mean, they they want to play every game, but it was a meaningless game. They didn't need to win it. So the Nets needed to win. Kevin, you're, it's Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving playing against yeah, Jericho they, Sims and Deuce McBride. If McBride. they came out and beat the Knicks, they wouldn't have celebrated like that. It was the fact that they came down from so far behind. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't care if it's in the middle of the season. You could get excited. Oh, You're playing a stupid game. And this game actually had weight for them. You're killing them for getting excited coming about from behind, they played. Coming from behind, even if it's 20 points against the Knicks, everyone yeah, fucking it's, does it's it. It's meaningless. Everyone does it. It's easy. Well, that's true. That's and, true. Easy. And honestly, if this it's was a team that was good, they would they would have got how do you fall behind by twenty one to the Knicks? That's the thing. It never should have even happened. They're so much better than the Knicks. Or at least they're supposed to be. And if that was the Bucks or the Heat or the Sixers, they would have gotten their asses kicked. They're lucky they played a shitty New York Knicks team. So if they want to celebrate like they just won game seven, let them go ahead. But I mean, they're a bunch of clowns. Let him go ahead, because I can't wait to see them fucking get demolished in the playoffs. It's going to be a joy to watch. Because they're not that yeah, fucking good. Yeah, they, they are not winning shit. Especially if Ben Simmons isn't playing. I don't even know if him playing is going to help. He, well, he's Gets definitely not in, in the fucking play-in. forever. He's not in the play-in. He's out for that. Yeah, that's a wild story in itself. I mean, the guy, the guy hasn't been on a real basketball court in over a year, and you're telling me he's got back issues again? Well, one of the one of the good things of late. Let's talk good. I think we'll all be on the same side for this. Obi mm. Toppin, all right, nineteen mm. points against Brooklyn, twenty points in his both in both of his previous games, which were both career highs. So, so in back to back games, he matched career highs. Uh, he's finally been playing a lot of minutes since I think the third week in March or the middle of March has, has been giving him significant minutes. Big boy uh, minutes. He's big boy big minutes. Boy minutes. Against Brooklyn, 19 points, five boards, which is nothing to get excited about. But three assists, three steals, one block. And he had he had a handful of near makes on these great drives to the basket, um, these acrobatic missed layups, which looked close. He could, he could have had a much better game. But Jay, play the sound I, I gave you, because this was sound after not the Brooklyn game, but one of the other games. Okay. I can do a thousand things off the court, out of games, um, in practice and stuff. But when it, it's nothing like being in the game. When you're in the game and you have the have the opportunity to to get the reps in, to to mess up a couple times and and learn from those mess ups, I feel like that that helps a lot. And I feel like these past couple games, I'm starting to learn. Like like I'm getting a lot more minutes, and I'm starting to see like little mistakes that I'm doing, like I can easily fix those by by learning learning them. Like I wouldn't know what to fix if I didn't if I wasn't put in those positions. So I feel like uh me me having that op- that opportunity is is helping me a lot. So So Obi playing big minutes has helped him grow in these wow. past couple of weeks. Get better. Can you imagine that? Huh. Can you imagine that that's the case, Barry? Novel concept, Craig. <laughs> that that dunk that he put down last night off the miss where he like oh, the one-handed uh, oh my back? god mm. I mean that was that was incredible 
Is he not talking basically directly to Tibbs? Maybe not intentionally, but it seemed to be everything. Like if Tibbs heard that, I would think he would get frustrated because he's finally getting to learn play through mistakes. Ob, he played forty three minutes against Brooklyn. Forty three. He's getting to make mistakes and learn from them, which he said he would not be able to. He does can't learn from those mistakes in practice. He can't. So what does that say about what Tibbs has been saying all season about the young guys? Jay, what does it say? What, what's up with Tibbs? He fucking sucks. He sucks. <laughs> Listen, uh, Obi's biggest thing is the fact that Randall was in front of him. I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. I, I mean, if he if he played a different position, I think he would have gotten more minutes than he did. It was just Randall was Randall was entrenched there in, in front of him. I was just impressed with like his three point shooting has improved. It's not just like dunks and stuff like that. He's showing some actual moves out there, like you said, making it to the hoop. He's not necessarily hitting everything, but he seems like a completely different player. Like he's really confident lately. Really confident. It seems like whenever he wants to get to the hoop, kind of like RJ, he can get to the hoop. He had that one like turnaround sh- shot from yeah. the key as like the, the fall as away the too, right? Shot clock went off. Yeah. yeah. That was beautiful, and you obviously can't see that when you're playing eight minutes a game from Obi. Yeah, four and minutes. He does a good half. job of of funneling his energy. You know, you have some guys that are like spark plugs. They come in, but they're they're nervous or they don't know what to do or they're running around without purpose. He he knows what to do. He, he's got a calm head about him. He seems to make the right play all the time. And again, he's got a he's got a He's got a deep skill set. You know, finally, it, it is good to see the three-point shot coming around, you know, these last dozen games or so um, because that was really missing from the season. It looked like that was going to have to be a big part of his game, especially for the offense that he was forced to run, especially in the minutes that he shared with Randall this year, as few as they were. That's where he was relegated to was the corner. So the fact that that's fallen for him, the fact he's not afraid to take somebody to the basket, you know, all this stuff, he's rebounding more. It's good because, you know, if Randall's not here – next year you know the, these are the regular maybe not 43 minutes but you know these minutes into the 30s is something that maybe he can realistically get now in the last show we talked about how randall requested to be traded we don't know if that's true honestly it's starting to feel like that was bullshit you're hearing I mean, he that said that it wasn't true he, not that he, he would said be it honest, wasn't true but... but he has to say that right but regardless of whether he requested it or not you know do you think that the way obi's been playing might make might want to make the front office think about it, even if he didn't, even if Randall didn't request it, to make some space for Obi. To be it's honest irrelevant. with you, I think it's irrelevant. I do. I think they they got to be happy with what they see with Obi, and they have a guy that yeah, maybe they can start at the four, but it's not going to be to replace Randall. If they're going, if Randall's going to be off this team, there better be somebody else to replace Randall, not at his position, but to carry the weight that Randall carried with this team, even if. RJ's going to be the number one. You still need somebody to step in here. That's going to have that. Now you have a you have a gap. You know you, you you're gonna you're gonna be in a deficit. So you got to get somebody to replace Randall. It's not gonna be Obi. Obi, you know, I'm I'm happy to have him. I'm happy to even be a starting four. That's fine. But it's it, to me, it's a separate issue than Randall. And again, it may comfort them, but I don't think it's going to comfort them by you know. Being okay with getting rid of Randall, I think it's a separate, separate issue. Don't you think that even if they kept Randall, they need to get somebody else yeah, on this but... team that is as good as Randall? Like, of course, they need talent. Yes. And if they got rid of Randall, 
yeah, you'd hope that they would get more talent in replace. Yeah, in place and of them. you know, and it's all about roster construction. You know, the, you, you need guys that are going to be able to complement each other, and and you also hope that you know maybe they. I mean, unless it's against Tibbs' coaching style, but you'd like to have pieces that they can shuffle around. He has no problem doing with Alec Burks. He'll stick Alec Burks whatever position with any lineup out there. But it feels like everybody else has to go in all together. You know, and then come out all together. You know, maybe you'll have like one or two minutes where there's like an overlap. But it's like, can't there be more of a flow to an offense this way? If a guy is hot, you know, Tibbs doesn't have a problem letting it ride a little bit longer and mix stuff up. You know, rarely does he do it. No, he's very like regimented in his rotations. He thinks something's working. He sticks with it, whether it's guys coming off the bench or if it's for almost the whole season. What was it like? Uh, Randall would stay in like almost the whole quarter, right? Yeah. Yep. And and then the past, like before Randall went out, it started to be that Randall would come out and RJ would stay in. Yeah. You know, because he's been giving more trust to RJ. Did you hear about he, Julius Randall's Instagram today? This is oh, big yeah. on Nick's Twitter right now. I know Barry's <laughs> upset about it. He's probably going to yell at us, like <laughs> like with the Brooklyn being excited about beating us. But I'm just bringing it up because it's fucking news in the crazed Nick's Twitter. All right? All right, I go ahead. I didn't see Go ahead. Everyone's sharing it. Julius, get this. Julius has unfollowed everybody on Instagram, all of the Nick's, even his wife. He unfollowed on Instagram, which I think right there makes it like, all right, who gives a fuck? It obviously has nothing to do with him going anywhere. But he's only following two people now, his son and someone else. I don't know. His son? Um, Yes. Well, his apparently son's too young to have an Instagram account. His son's got account. a fucking Instagram. Well, it's either he's his son or someone that's pretending decent, to be his son. That's against terms of service. So he's a following Dogs two people. Dogs have Instagram accounts, Blandy. Now, some, I... some Knicks fans are saying, oh, he's, he's leaving. He, that's proof he's leaving or he's, he's moving on or he wants to move on. And I actually like this other one uh, that I heard that his season is over and he's, he's starting to focus on next season. And this this off season, he's gonna fucking be like a crazed maniac working out, trying to get. Would you better, be surprised? And is trying to filter out every all the distractions. So he unfollowed everybody on Instagram because he wants no distractions. Would I be surprised after this year? No. If if he wants to stay and the Knicks want him to stay, I would think he'd be going to this off season. Uh, you know, we saw him. I think before his first season in the Knicks with the chains. Around his oh, neck, yeah. the shirtless chains. Everyone was calling them like the dog, the, like dogs or the dog pound or something weird. Right. He, he I would expect jacked. massive chains on this guy yeah. this off season, <laughs> and lots of training videos. Barry, you were upset when we brought this up before the show. It's nothing. No, either. just because I think it's either. it's it's silly. Yeah, because yeah, all all the comments are. Oh my god, he followed, followed all these people. Like you said, he's following two people, so you can't draw any conclusions from that. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, I think he's going to go into this off season. You know, like he did before last season. You know, where where there was coming off his first year with the Knicks, it was a huge disappointment. The fans hated him. You know, because he was their big money maker that didn't come through. And look what he did. He he worked his ass off. Tibbs said it. He came into training camp like super in shape, and we, and we saw it. And he had a massive year, a huge like Hall of Fame type season. And then what happens this year? 
the fans hate him again. So yeah, I could, and, and he made a comment that he knows, you know, the narratives change and how, you know, the, the fans will, will hate you one second and can love you again. So he knows he can pull us back into his pocket and you bet your ass he's going to work his ass off like crazy to do that. But can all the work in the world and all the training in the world fix this? Fix whatever the fuck's going on up there. Well, in his that's head. The, that's the whole thing because yeah, that that was a little uh, you know disconcerting this entire season. Absolutely, you know the, the days he didn't want to talk to the media, the the giving the finger to the fans, all that stuff. Yeah, that that plays a part of it, and you, you, you know with a lot of work, even um, even shelling out big money to to big doctors, you know, in, in the healthcare field, in the mental healthcare field. I don't know it's if that's a uh, easy work to to put behind you i really do think that if he had a different attitude this season and wasn't didn't pull out of the shit he pulled didn't do the thumbs down like his i know we we all agree his season was not as good and the knicks didn't win as much right but his numbers are in the ballpark of what they were they're not it's not like he dropped totally you know through the floor where if he just like had a good attitude, was positive, didn't sulk and complain, didn't get into these arguments and didn't have all this drama on and off the court with, with the Knicks and with Knicks fans, I think we I don't think we would be viewing him as negatively. His efficiency numbers did drop a huge amount. They did. They I mean, did. He, well, he it's dropped, shooting he dropped more than over, anything else. It's, he dropped over four points in the points column. And again, if he was shooting efficiently, you wouldn't care because RJ stepped up his points and it kind of made up the difference as a team. But the fact that his three-point shooting went from 41% to just under 31%, I mean, that's a huge drop-off. That's where a lot of his points came from. That's, you know, guys had to respect that shot. He was making all those difficult mid-range shots, you know, whether it was on the baseline, yeah, these turnarounds, you know, this and yeah. that. I mean, that field goal percentage dropped. Yeah, I think so his player a, efficiency rating is somewhere around like 16 right now, which is like, mm. he, uh, last season he was in the top one or two with Mitch. Who, Mitch is always in the top of that it, category. I mean, his effective now he's field like in the middle percentage, of the pack. For his effective field goal percentage, you have to go back to his second year in the league to get, you know, where it was this low. So it, it's been a yeah. horrendous season for him, you know. Horrendous. Well. Let's see if he sticks around. Let's. Uh, Adrian has a voicemail for us that is about that very topic. So Jay, okay. hit it. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Adrian from Florida. I have a question. So I know we uh, obviously everyone's looking to move off from Rando, but we have all our picks. I think like six picks in the next like five years, or I know we have all our picks regardless. So what what you guys think we would get back if we add like some of those picks? Some of those picks um, attached with Rando and probably Noel and try to get that sent down. Like what I was thinking was probably Portland. I'm not a big Dame fan, but, you know, Dame wants out. They're doing a rebuild. Us giving them a whole bunch of first-round picks, we probably might get something done there. But what other uh, trades do you guys think would, would come off that? Yeah, I don't that want was, Damian Lillard. A, you don't? No. Oh, I – shit, hell yeah, I would. No, because he's if getting can, older. Get he just had an injury. I, I don't. I don't think that's going to. Mm. I don't think that. I mean, does I would definitely take Damian Lillard if it was like Julius, uh, Noel, and a couple first round picks. How could you not oh, do yeah. that? Oh, yeah, but I run. mean, for anything it's more, steel. like I mean, do we think that we're going to win a championship if they if they bring Damian Lillard in here? I I don't think so. I certainly would not want to start trading like 
three or four of our young guys, a couple picks, and we're mortgaging the future for Dame, right? Who, like you said, is coming off an injury. Yeah, not at this and is, point. I mean, he's he's still got a lot of years left, but it would be great having a player of that caliber on this team. The one that the one that I think is the most realistic that I know Jay doesn't like, but I'm just going to throw it out there, and we've talked oh. about it, is the Zion deal. Oh, God. We know Randall's got his issues. He's not the most appealing player in the league to trade. So I'm trying to – so take – I still think that if we could trade Randall, I would trade a couple first-round picks and Randall. If that could get you Zion, who's got his own oh, issues. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a, that's a I, I think, risk you'd have to take. I don't think it's that unrealistic that given all the Zion issues. Blaney doesn't like it, but – Think he's gonna I don't think himself. that would get it done. I don't think he's going to eat his way out of the league. What you think that teams are going to would give the Pelicans like three, four first round picks for Zion? You can't have to get be through an idiot a season. To do that. <laughs> I, I really know, think but... his 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 like price tag is going to be low enough where it gives us at least a chance. And Julius used to play there, same position basically. He'd fit right in. I, you got I, you got to vet his medicals, man, big time. <laughs> if you're gonna go after him, like you really got to bring in your team and like just you know run him through the gamut. Like I mean, like hook up shit to him like he's Drago in Rocky Four and run him through every fucking test. And and then you got to have him on a strict diet. Like he, you got to yes. have you got to be on top yep. of him. Nutritionist twenty four seven. It's like with the football players when they when they have them like weigh in and like constantly and like. They would have to do that. They'd have to put like weight incentives Look, and stuff into maybe, stuff. Maybe RJ, maybe RJ is the guy he needs to talk some sense into him. Man, have you have you seen a guy more like dead focused than RJ? You know, maybe, maybe New York is ear, what he maybe needs. Maybe he's the one. Maybe New York maybe is what he needs. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be able to go and order four pizzas without everyone in the whole fucking city knowing about it within minutes. Mm. You know. Uh, and and RJ's up for an extension, so that's also what's a little scary about Zion. So that means he's up for an extension. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, could, you, could any team extend him to a big contract? Given I, his history, it's a and huge his risk. risk. It's a massive risk. <sighs> you all hear that music? You oh, do, geez. Landy, right? You hear Already? that fucking music? It is. It is time for the news with Landers and Hooper. There's still another voicemail here, you know. Yeah. Lady, who's fucking running the show here? Would you stop? I'm just checking. Am I not pinpointing where we do the voicemails throughout the show? Okay, I'm just. I just wanted to make sure. Holy shit! It's not like I haven't forgot about stuff before. I just want to make sure. Brought to you by Clarkson Avenue Crumb Cake Company, who is changing the crumb cake game. Blandy, play the voicemail from Brandon. Oh, okay. The one that you just couldn't (laughs) wait to play. (laughs) Blandy, you never cease to amaze me. Not only have I known that you have your way with crumb cakes, but you put your dick in crumb cakes too. This is just genius. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I just had, this is great. Man. No pastry or or cake is is safe with you. That that's what you're saying. It, it's, yeah. Wow. This is great. Um, and you guys made my day for real. Well, I know, think Brandon, Brandon has, when, has when, significant when, issues. By the way, we, we, we've always said issues. that Blandy liked the Twinks, <laughs> and people thought we were talking about one thing. We were talking Twinkies. Oh, the whole time. 
Barry and I used to catch him with Twinkies when we were kids, and it was disgusting. Let's put it that way. I don't even know how to respond to this. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. But seriously, why is Brandon, Brandon is laughing like a maniac? Because <laughs> <laughs> you fucked little crumpkins. All right, it's an exciting day. It's an exciting day. Blandy, hit that sexy music cause because we it's got a new, a new lady for Blandy. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a new month. Ralph, um, skip ahead because it's about to get nasty. Yeah, it seemed like we'd been talking about that Danny boy for <laughs> from months. But it really wasn't. But uh, since it's April, we've got a new cake of the month. Hmm. New, you know, for this year, not new to, to Clarkson, but the, the cake for April is Kitty's Carrot Crumb Cake. Now, I've had this one, personally. Have, have either of you tried this one? Not like you. I have, honestly but. think that along with the pumpkin, this is. Oh yeah, I've had it numerous times, numerous ways. If you know yeah, what I mean. We do. Um, this might be my favorite cake, actually, of theirs that I've tasted. Uh, it's made with fresh carrots, real bourbon, vanilla, thick layer of cream cheese, that white, gooey cream cheese in between the crumbs and the cake I mean this is about as delicious as it gets with Clarkson um honestly I'm about to order another one right now I don't can I do that can we stop the music can I go right now and order it and you guys just do what you gotta do do you wanna just turn your camera off or something what do you have to do maybe I'll I'm afraid of somebody coming down here and catching me looking at these pictures. There's nobody. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, guys. From holiday gift boxes to the world famous crumbs. I'm cutting you off. Cutting you off before something happens. They even have a crumb cake of the month subscription. You can get for three, six, or 12 months. Go to ClarksonHaveCrumb.com. Use promo code HARDNIXLIFE for 23% off your order. While he's um, inputting his uh, order, can I, can I um, confess something to you guys? Uh-oh. Yeah, sure. I have, um, I've got a little bit of a man crush, a, a big man crush going on. Jericho Edward Sims. Great to know. All right. Should have kept that to yourself. Really? You wanna, Am I the only say... one? <laughs> Am I the only one? You guys not fawning over Jericho? Mm, no, not in that way. Ugh. What do you Man. like most about him? I like it all, Craig. <laughs> oh, do, you, do, you know, do. do you know over his last one games, he's averaging 10 points and 13 rebounds? Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Over his last his how last many one games? games. <laughs> yeah, one. His last one game. His last one game. But seriously, come it, on. Is he it, looks is good, it his man. Power? Is it his power? His confidence, or- his power. His, isn't he his like fundamentals? It's a little like wow. aloof, isn't he? Like a little aloof. I love it. He they 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 put him out in front of the media after the game, after the Brooklyn game last night. Do we have that sound? C- couldn't get enough of it. I don't have it. that sound. No, it's good. It's stuff. Got that hair. It's got uh, that hair. He like tries not around. to smile. He like tries not to smile yeah, the whole time. Yeah. 
You really are like blushing. I, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's like I'm, when Barry uh, called me up in 1999 and said, I have fallen in love with Marcus Camby. Yeah, Jericho's my my new guy, man. Here I thought he met a woman, but wow. no, he was talking about Marcus. I'm, I'm really rooting for this kid. Kid, he's going to be 24 years old next season. This kid. Okay. Anyway, I hit the little bit off my chest. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for the wheel? Oh, spin it, yeah. Here we go. Oh, I forgot. I'm so excited. Who's, who's oh, giving us the news this week? Oh, fuck. Blandy's not happy. I think he's got to take another shit. No. What is it? Something you've do- is it something you've done already? It's something he doesn't want to do. You put all didn't you put all accents in there that you like doing? He looks upset. No. Did, is like did his dog die or something? It's Dr. Dicky, yo. Oh no. <laughs> start off oh, with some injuries. <laughs> oh, Brandon just pepped up. Brandon's gonna pull over so he can really enjoy this. Stock Hold on, I'll put, the, I'll put the music in here. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like he hasn't called in a while. I don't even remember what it sounds like. Lots of lots right. of let's fucking goes. Lots of bitch. Okay. Here lots we of go. fucks. All right. Get that attitude. Let's, you gotta get the Doctor Dicky attitude. Doctor Dicky up in this motherfucker. Let's mm. fucking go. Lonzo Ball done for the season. Bulls. That's it. Done. <laughs> Ben Simmons, out for the season, out for the playing, done. Let's fucking go. But he'll be back after that. Yeah, but you know, who gives a fucking go? Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Let's fucking go up in this bitch. The 76ers going to Toronto to play the Raptors. I don't know if you saw Matisse Tybel, ineligible to play. You know what that means, motherfucker? No vaccine. So that means if they end up playing the Raptors in a three-game series, or in a seven-game series, that means those three games, no Matisse Tybel. Big news. Ty Ty Washington declares for the draft. He'll be on the Knicks up in this bitch. Nah, we're going to trade back so many fucking times. Speaking of Fatty McFatso, Zion Williamson. His stepfather said the other day that he expects that motherfucker to actually play at some point this season. Three games left. I expect him to play. If you were to ask Zion, I'm sure he'd probably say the same thing. Let's fucking go. They're in the, they're, they're Craig, the, they're in the you, play in, right? Believe Aren't more? they in the play Who do you believe more? You yeah. believe Zion's stepdad or Ballsack Sports? Who's more credible? Dad says off the charts in the city of New Orleans. They play um they play San Antonio. The motherfucking Spurs, bitch. Last but not least, Adam Silver. I got some audio. You wanna hear that shit up in here? No. Nope. Play the fucking audio, Dickie. Alright. Dr. Dickie probably throw an insult about Adam Silver, right, right. Here. I'm not fucking done, oh, shit. bitch. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna play this audio from this penis bitch, head looking motherfucker. That's right. This motherfucker looks like a penis. Discussions about trade demands per se 
Um, greater concern to me is a trend of star players not participating in a full complement of games. And I, I think that's something we, together with the Player Association, need to address. I don't, not standing here have, saying I have um, a great solution. Um, part of the issue is injuries. And one of the things we have focused what on the league this? office and we're spending, we had begun to spend a lot of time on pre-pandemic. Are there things that we can do in terms of sharing information, resources around the league to improve best practices, rehabilitation, et cetera. And the other way we can get at it um, in terms of player participation is creating other incentives. I mean, it may be, you know, play in tournament, I thought was, you know, a, a beginning um, in of creating. I'm going to cut that motherfucker right off there because I don't give a shit anymore. Way to fucking bring this show to a screeching halt, Landy. That was, well, I like what, Adam Silver. You liked that? I like Adam yes. Silver, so I, I respect but what, what he has he to say. what did he say there? It's him talking about trying to figure out a way for load management, what to right. do about that, and then trying to... And, but also and, saying you know, he doesn't really have a solution. No, he's right. just talking then, about you know, it. Floating <laughs> the idea of the in-season play-in tournament. Come on, bitch. The That's fuck? An, isn't, isn't the play-in tournament's what, what they do now? No, he's talking about a mid-season tournament also. For what? To play into what? Are you sure? Not a play-in. I'm just like a mid-season tournament. Yes. Well, yeah, he I heard about, that idea floated last year. Yes, year he talks about a mid-season tournament along with the play-in tournament. And there's the also been floating the idea. Be what? Of, I don't. I don't like it. There's yeah. also that. That's the end of the year thing, but a mid-season tournament of some kind. There's also been the idea of of dropping it from 82 games to 72, but whether or not they'd be willing to do that for revenue. I mean, that's the probably probably the best thing they need to do for. To, for load management, but whatever. That's the way the motherfucking basketball bounces, bitch. Yep. Let's there fucking go. <laughs> oh, man. Wow, Dicky. You should but, talk like that 24-7. But you get a lot, you get a should lot of respect. Should I do that respect. at work? What do you think? At work, would, I, would that work well? You should talk like that to your wife. Yep. <laughs> Motherfuckers, take out your do now and get right to work on that bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> Like that? Yeah. <laughs> go good? Yeah. yeah. Talk to my wife like that? Put that motherfucking dinner on the table. Let's fucking go. You know, when we go out to dinner this weekend, we're going out to dinner on Saturday. That's right? right, we are. We, we should all, oh, yeah. we should, why don't we all talk like that the whole night? <laughs> to our no. wives or to, to every, everybody? To each, when we order our dinner. What about the waiter or the waitress? Everyone. That's not a, <laughs> that would be funny, but our wives will not like that. The motherfucking like calamari up in this bitch. That would the whole be fun. Table. If it was just the three of us and we talked like that, that would be fun. Talk like that. Motherfucker, I, I asked for otherwise. medium rare, bitch. <laughs> this is well done. Yes. Yes. We're going to get our drinks on this bitch. Let's fucking go. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. All right. Well, that's going to do it for today's show. <laughs> Remember, you can reach out to us. It's a hardnextlife at gmail.com. Come follow me on Twitter at hardnextlifebarry, at Barry Dworkin Blandy, at Blandy Hooper. And you can call us. Oh, that's me. Yeah, that's 516. 516-33-MESH1. <laughs> There's only two games left this season, guys. 
Thank One God. today against the Wizards. Tonight against the Wizards. Kristaps Porzingis and the Wizards. They are tied with us right now. Yeah. In the 10th spot in the tank standings. We need a fucking loss more than ever. We are actually going to be rooting for Kristaps Porzingis tonight. Can you guys handle that? I won't be rooting for him. I'll just be, you know, happy if they lose. I'm not going to root for for the Latvian fuck. Not going to root for the Latvian fuck? Is that his nickname? That's what they call him, yeah. It's Where no do they call the him unicorn. That? Where? Where do they call him the Latvian fuck? Yeah, yeah. All throughout New York. You haven't heard oh, that? New York City, yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, New York City, it's I actually I heard a lot of that um on Saturday at the game, even though it had nothing to do with the Wizards, but a lot of people just talking about the Latvian fuck. Did your kids like the game? First Yeah, they game? had a great time. They had a great time. A friend of ours got us into the Chase Lounge ahead of time, so we loaded up on cookies and popcorn and Water. Who did that? Son got a, Who got you what? into the Chase Lounge? A friend of mine from work has a Chase card. Got us a reservation. The Chase that's Lounge where I met John is Wallace. the. That's where we. That's where we go in those when we got had those nice no. seats. No, no, that's the Delta no. Club. Yeah, this was different. Okay. But free food, free drinks, like water and so. What do you need stuff? to get into the Chase Lounge? A Chase card. That's it. That's it. Any any kind of a Chase credit card. Hold on. Is that open the whole for, game? No. And it's for any uh What kind of food the do they have? Um, well, we had, uh, there were lots of cookies and boxes of popcorn, which you could walk out with. So we all walked so out with So why doesn't every nickname just get a fucking chase card? Water. And then we had um, a choice of, uh, there was like some salad. And then they had serving stations with uh, chicken quesadillas. Oh, uh, taquitos and um, dumplings. How so close do they check dumplings. the chase card when you go in? How did, well, I, I didn't have a card at all. Oh, so my friend put us on the list, so I just said we're we're on the reservation list. <laughs> what? There's yeah. got to be more to this, Craig. No, that's it. You just need Don't a chase me, card. I have a, I have a chase card, so I'm gonna I'm gonna make a phone call. I'm gonna call my people. No, yeah, you this do it is, online. Uh, this is Billy. No, you do I'm, it online, and you yeah. can do it for up to four people. Even if you really? don't go to the game? Yeah. Hold on. This makes no sense. <laughs> I, listen. <laughs> You're telling me that anyone with a chase card can go and reserve, can call them, and say, yes, for any Jason. event at the garden. You don't, you you don't, don't need call. to be you do it a, online. You don't it's need to be, be a like a Madison Square holder. Garden chase card. No, it's just any chase. No, I don't Jay, are you, you listening to me? Are you listening to me? <sighs> so let's say your mom has a chase card. Mm-hmm. She can she can make a phone call to someone at the garden and put anyone she wants at the garden on this list to get into the chase lounge. There's no like, I my name wasn't on anything. She just made online a reservation for. For two people, that's it. No names attached, and I just showed up and gave her name, and they let us what? all in. All three this of us. Doesn't... What? She does it all the we time? There's do something some investigative missing. Reporting. Here. Is the there's garden nothing... open right now? Can we call somebody at the garden? This makes there's, no there's sense. There's nothing. There's nothing to. I don't know what. Wendy, you're not so... a fucking moron. You don't see that this sounds a little weird. It's not you. It's it's the Landy, Chase Lounge. Is this bef- is this the, like where's the en- is the entrance near like the Hulu Theater? Is it before you actually go into the garden? You know how where you go through um, security, there's an escalator yep. going up to the. Yes. You go right up there, and the Chase Lounge is right. So there. So they haven't checked your Knicks tickets yet. No, they have. 
No, they don't check your next tickets when you yes, go through security. Yes, you have to. You have to. You have to check your tickets to go up to the chase lounge. Oh, okay. That's, Wait, that, but you that said your name question. wasn't given. No. So then, how did you get in? Because she gave her name, and so all I did was say we have reservations under this name. It's very, very strange. I don't know what to chase. So, like, I'm going. To, if I'm going to, if I'm going to, like, the, a Nick game next season. Uh, some yeah. random friend has a chase card, and he he's he's never going to a game. He just he can go online and put my name on a list. Chase and Craig, lounge can, eat, and and Craig can go eat taquitos, and I can go eat. Join taquitos. us in the new Chase Lounge for complimentary snacks and soft drinks before you cheer on the Knicks, Rangers, or your favorite artist. Register early. Exclusively available for Chase card holders. That's it. Hmm. All that it is. So she put in a reservation for two people. How is this that's all game that came 79? Up. And I never even heard of this. Yeah, we could be getting that every time we go to a Knicks game easily. Mm-hmm. Can find someone yeah. to put us on there. Any, any Chase customer can register for the lounge and they give you the website. Please what, do you put your credit card number in when you are... register? What? You put your credit card number in when you register? I don't know. It says reservations right, are getting, first I guess I should come just first get a card. Yeah, yeah, because she said this is <laughs> so a card. So you could enjoy some free taquitos. This is a card that uh, she doesn't even use. She's had it for a really long time. Yeah. By the way, this says that you need to show ID, a valid photo ID. I didn't have to show anything. They just stayed. Well, they're Blanderson I, Hooper. I just walked right on in. Right. They're probably like, aren't you Blanderson Hooper from the Michael K show? <laughs> and you're like, I sort of. So, I mean, that was it. That's that. Yeah. Got us access were like, to all that. We food. recognize that behind from Twitter. All right, guys. Until next time. And the next time, our season will be over. And we'll be assessing how miserable this season was. Until then, it is a hard Knicks life. It's a hard Knicks life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.